0: Oh, it exists. Yes. Rule 34. I don't know what that means. But I'm you Googling. don't know what Rule 34 no. <laughs> mean. Oh no. What does it mean? I have to
1: be the one to tell you? On air. <laughs> Should I Google it? Oh yes. I'm Googling. <laughs> oh no. Oh, oh no.
0: Smashing Security, episode 101. Rule 34. Twitter scams and Facebook fails, with Carol Terrio and Graham Cluley. Hello, hello, and welcome to Smashing Security episode 101. My name's Graham Cluley. I'm Carol Terrio. Hello, Carol. Hello, Mr. Graham. And we've got a returning guest. It's our family favourite. It's Maria Vamasis. Hello, Maria, as well. Hello, everyone. You should have let him keep going, see how high <sighs> he can get in his
1: pitch. <laughs> Oh, no. Hello, I have no doubt, Rhea, that you can go get right up there. Steady on. Uh, anywho.
2: <laughs> I had a question for you, Graham. Oh, yes. All right. So I, I haven't been watching the new Doctor Who because it's not in the States legally yet in ways oh. that I can acquire. Oh. Mm, but I know one of the new companions' name is Graham. And I want to know if your inner child is freaking out every time he comes
0: on the it's show. It's really weird. Because Graham isn't a name which I encounter that often. There aren't that many Grahams in the UK, I would argue. Yeah,
1: there's no Graham Norton who's on TV
0: almost every one. He's one. How many others are there compared to Johns or James or Waynes and things? Well, maybe not Wayne. Wayne? But (laughs) Dave or something like that, right? That's fairly common. So it's a little bit odd because I keep on hearing the name Graham when I listen to my Doctor Who podcasts. And, um, and
2: every time the Doctor says Graham, I presume she says it a few times and I can't get everything and say the Doctor, she, yay. Um, isn't that like, ee! Ee! if Captain Picard had ever met a Maria, I would have freaked out. I, I just would have. It, Ser- like, seriously, yeah.
0: have you not watched any of the new Doctor Who? I have not at all. Oh my not goodness. Yet.
2: I know. And I, I keep hearing, I keep reading all the spoilers about them uh, yeah. and I have not had a chance to actually watch them myself. So I'm really excited. I hear they're great.
1: Um I haven't really been paying attention, but I've just gone to the website Ranker.com and there's a lot of famous
0: Graham's. You're saying a lot of Graham's are Rankers? Yeah, there's a lot of them.
1: Okay, quiz time. Quiz time. All right. What percentage of data breaches originate from email?
0: Ooh, uh, f- seven out of ten. Ha! It's
1: a pretty good guess, but you're way wrong. Ninety-six percent. Oh, bloody! And one of the big things that companies have to worry about is phishing scams, because that's the kind of way that hackers and other baddies break into your company.
0: Because that's how they get your passwords. I that's guess. how they get your passwords. Right. So,
1: meta compliance make it easier to train and prepare. your whole environment to stop these kind of attacks. They have information on phishing and cybersecurity and policy and privacy and incident management. There's all kinds of training out there. Smashing Security listeners, you guys can get 10% off by visiting smashingsecurity.com slash compliance. That's smashingsecurity.com slash metacompliance. Hey, Graham. Hey, Carol I have a question for you about these password manager things you
0: keep talking about. All right, go on then, shoot.
1: What happens if you forget your master password? What are you going to do about that?
0: Oh, you think you're really clever, don't you? Yeah. You think if you've forgotten your master password, you can't access any of your other passwords anymore. Well, piff, paff, poof, Carol, because if you're running LastPass Enterprise, you can integrate your password manager with Microsoft Active Directory. And that means the same password that your employees are already comfortable with using to log into your system will unlock everything. It will unlock their passwords, it will unlock their work makes it super easy to bring LastPass into your enterprise. Seriously? And it's still super safe? It's still super safe. Wow, that's kind of cool. It's a great way of getting new employees using passwords safer and more securely. Rock on LastPass, I say. And, Carol, if you or indeed our listeners want to try it for themselves, all they need to do is go to lastpass.com slash smashing. So let me take you. To the city of Redding, Pennsylvania. I've been. Have you? I have. Oh, what can you tell us about it? Not much. (laughs) Okay. The city of Redding, Pennsylvania. It's one o'clock in the morning. It's dark. Okay. Most people are asleep.
1: What am I wearing?
0: (laughs) You tell us, (laughs) girl. Uh, Guys, I'm trying to make this atmospheric. I'm setting the scene, all right?
2: You can probably smell the the distant smell of cow manure wafting in
0: over the land. Cows are mooing, owls Mm. are hooting. There's a dog barking in the distance. Yeah. A cat meowing. Mm. Somewhere you hear the sound of a mosquito burning as it lands on a hot lamp. And a young female pizza delivery driver is on her way. Uh, With a stack of pizzas to a home on Windsor Street. She's got a pile of pizzas worth $75. She walks up the path to the house.
2: Is this the Halloween edition of Smashing Security?
0: (laughs) 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 She rings the doorbell.
2: It's more of a... Or, dee, 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 dee. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but there's no answer, so she ends up going back to the restaurant, and her boss, let's call him Luigi or something like that, tells her to try harder. Right?
1: Tells her to try harder.
0: <laughs> she calls the customer on her cell phone, and he says, "Oh yeah, I'll be, I'll be waiting for the delivery outside the house." So she goes back to the house. It's now about half past one. Right? Again, noises. Okay, and you know atmosphere. what podcast you're on.
1: You're just you're on a cybersecurity right. podcast. You know exactly where you are. A right man now. Okay. steps out
0: of the shadows and she says, Oh, can I have $75, please, for these pizzas? <laughs> oh, that's, that's not how it usually happens. <laughs> <laughs> he rummages deep in his pockets and then a second man leaps out of the alley with a gun. Put that food down and give me all your money, he says. That was. Ter- no. Terrified. <gasps> what? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Put down the food and give me all your money. <laughs> Jimmy
1: Cagney. We're not <laughs> I'm just holding my head in my hands. So I'm just, you know. Mm-hmm.
0: Terrified, the delivery driver does what she's told and gives him the cash that she's carrying, which is just $35. And she scarpers and the robbers take the food and they clear off as well, right? Now, back at her car, she calls the police. And the police come around they search and everything. And there's no one in the house and they can't see any... Sign of these bad guys, right? And that is the end of the story. Well, thank That's you very much for That's a great segment for Maria. Smashing
2: Security. Yeah, let me go into my story now. Let's Chapter
0: watch. two <clears throat> 26 days later, the pizza delivery woman receives a Facebook friend request. And she thinks, I know that guy, even though he's not holding a gun. It's the robber. Dun dun dun! And she thinks to herself, I bet that's not even your real Facebook profile. So he then sends her a new friend request from his real Facebook account. And, of course, she goes to the cops. She lends criminal investigator Buck Wendell her phone.
1: What a name. You're kidding. Criminal investigator Buck Wendell. Buck Wendell Wendell on the
0: case. Part of the Redding, Pennsylvania Cops. I so hope he's super cool. Yeah, but he is cool. And this week, police have arrested 26-year-old Jarrell Guzman yeah. and charged him with robbery, theft, and simple assault. That does seem like it was a pretty simple fellow from the sound of things. So in the friend request, the cops say that Guzman wanted to apologise to the pizza lady. So I'm guessing he did this. Oh. Oh, see, now, that's your heart, isn't it? I'm guessing he just thought she was hot. as You know, as hot as the pepperoni... On his pizza.
1: Maybe he could get a bit of that as well as robbing her.
0: (laughs) Get some of that on the side. Guzman, who isn't from Windsor Street, which is where the uh, robbery took place, but on Moss Street, has been committed to the county prison in lieu of $20,000 bail. But what we don't know is how Guzman found the victim on Facebook. So having committed the robbery, how did they make the connection? I, I was wondering about this and I thought, well, maybe he got her phone number when she called up his cell phone, yep, possibly. Yep. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's her link with the pizza restaurant. Maybe he found the pizza restaurant on social media.
1: Or maybe she said, I worked there. Or yeah. maybe
0: she had a name badge on. Or, right? or, or, he, or who knows what.
2: Probably he got one of those Facebook suggestions, the friend suggestions. You've got all these phone numbers in your phone. Oh, we know who those people are. <laughs> so maybe it's yeah. Facebook books, artificial
1: intelligence. Probably, yeah. Linking them together. Big data. It's the red string of fate. Isn't it? It was meant to be. Okay, so... So basically, I don't really understand why there was a gun in this yeah. involved in this. Like, surely if the guy just went up and said, hey, give me the pizzas yeah. now or else, and there's two of them, and you're outside, and there's no one be- around. I'd just go, here you go,
0: dude. Take because him. Because America, that's why. Because she might know karate or something like that. Isn't that
2: why they... <laughs> no, but who's going to fight over her 75 bucks worth of pizza? In America,
0: like, Carol, pizza delivery women might actually be... Armed, they might be locked and yes. loaded, and they're going to be protecting the pizza with their lives. Well, I, I Is that what know. you're saying? I'm just saying that obviously people <laughs> go around carrying guns you're in just America. Ridiculous. It's not ridiculous. Oh, it's not. Ri- I just
1: say it's ridiculous that they felt that need for guns. I have like
2: five guns on me right now. It's true. <laughs> I have like one on each leg. It's a thing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, some of our listeners, can you just be sh- be clear that you're actually lying right uh, now? Am I? That this is a joke? <laughs> ha ha!
2: I'm going to leave you wondering: Am I lying?
1: <laughs> <laughs> and number two, the guy. Okay, so what? The guy felt bad and then reached out to say sorry?
0: No, he fancied her. Come on!
1: Wow, cynical, cynical eight-year-old. Eh? No, age, I'm aren't just you? a man.
0: I know how it works. We're not gonna- <laughs> you know, <laughs> you're going to think she was a bit hot, but I robbed her. I wonder if I apologize, whether she'll then go out on a date. I have a conversation starter. Yeah, exactly. It is a conversation starter because that's often a challenge, isn't it? If you're trying to chat up a lady. Tell you what, that would turn me on. Would it? Like, yeah. (laughs) No! Uh, (laughs)
2: I'm learning too much about you today. What you're wearing, what turns you on,
1: didn't need to know. (laughs) Someone has to lower the tone. Anyway,
0: lock down your privacy settings, folks. Be careful what you post or mm. where you, say, where you might work, for instance. You know, don't share your phone number. Don't allow people to look you up by your mobile phone number either. Mm. Although, in this case, it actually helped entrap a bad guy, didn't it? But uh, normally, a- it's bad news.
2: I'm actually surprised this hasn't happened more often. Like, anyone who gets uh, food delivery nowadays, the-, the delivery driver calls you from their personal cell phone number. So, I've had so many people call my house, and I don't know who they are. So
0: You know why it doesn't happen more often? Mm. Because normally the relationship then flourishes. There's no reason to go to the police because this is the way in which young people meet each other. Oh, this is days. better than
2: Tinder, is what you're it's, saying? Exactly.
0: What? This is how people meet each other, and this so is based it on works
1: What evidence of yours, Graham? So, Can I just say I don't know what planet you guys live on. <laughs> Thank God you're entertaining. That's all I got to say. Hope you like the sound effects. <laughs>
2: <laughs> How can I follow up to that? I, I'm not doing sound effects in mine. You guys can supply your own, but I, I don't think uh, I can be that thrilling. I'm sorry. Graham can jump in. So my story, uh, instead of being about Facebook, is about another social network that's been causing a bit of agita, and that's Twitter. And this is my own little bit of uh, <laughs> gumshoe reporting. I actually saw a scam going down on Sunday. And no I way. I did! Oh, my God! <laughs> so I, basically, what I saw on Sunday was a verified account that had renamed itself to say that, that it was Elon Musk. Uh, I'm giving 1,000 Bitcoin to my followers to identify your address. Just uh, 0.1 to 0. 0.3 Bitcoins to the address below and get 1 to 30 Bitcoins back to your address, followed by the Bitcoin address. Mm. And then, oh, if you're late, your Bitcoin will be sent back to you. <laughs> and I'm going, okay, I how the heck did this appear in my timeline? How is this... How did this get past all of the Twitter quality controls? Uh, And who the hell would actually fall for something like this? I mean, this is so obviously a scam. And thankfully, a lot of the comments
0: in response were like, this is a total scam. Uh, uh, And this wasn't just a tweet. This was a promoted tweet. A promoted
2: tweet. Yeah, I'm sorry if I didn't clarify. It's a promoted tweet from a verified account. So it had one of those blue check Hmm. marks next to the name. And I don't know how you get one of those. Graham, you have one of those, right?
0: I do. Yes.
1: Yeah. What did you what did you have to sign over for them to you, verify? You, you have to s- <laughs> a lot of information. I actually stopped halfway yeah. through the verification process. I was like,
0: Geez. yeah, you have to enter the seventh circle of hell, basically, and sign <laughs> yeah. over your youngest child.
2: It doesn't yeah. like so it's hard to get one of these things. And it gives you a lot of social cachet on the site. You no,
0: know, huge, yeah. huge cachet. If yeah, cachet. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah it, it like people yeah.
2: fall at your feet when they meet you, kind of thing. Like, <laughs> I, 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 Graham glows. Yeah. now. he glows. I can only imagine what <laughs> it must be like to have one of those. I can just only dream. Yeah, and and this account. <laughs> was verified, the tweet was promoted, and again, it was said it was promoted by Elon Musk right at the bottom. <laughs> so how did this pass all of the Twitter flags? Anyway, so I saw this happening at about 1 p.m. on Sunday, and I figured this was going to get taken down within minutes, so I screen capped it for... Mm. Uh, I checked on Monday morning. That tweet ran for at least 12 hours, mm. uh, which huh. <laughs> was like, that's a long time for a scam to run. Did you report it? Uh, I did, and a number of other people did too. People were tagging Twitter support, that kind of thing, and, and, and I'm honestly surprised it took them 12 hours to take that down. Well, it was a
1: Sunday, right? Yeah, you think they're not working on Sundays? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. There may be less. There's always stuff on yeah. Sundays in tech firms.
2: I'm, I'm less about the response time and more how did this even happen in the first place. My, my guess is that this verified account had really poor security on their own account. They didn't have 2FA set up. Somebody reused their credentials, and they just abandoned their account at some point. looks like they hadn't tweeted anything since July. And these scammers said, well, we have an in. We can break Mm -hmm. into this account. We can figure out how to reuse this account without setting off any of the Twitter security flags. And set off this very obviously scammy tweet. And I I looked up the Bitcoin address, and they actually (laughs) Do you want to guess how much money they made in 12 hours from that one tweet? Tell me. Well, they had about 17 deposits made to their account. Really? Uh, within those twelve hours, yep. Most of them were really tiny. Some of them worth about ten dollars, but some of them were several thousand dollars. So shut the
1: front door. Within twelve
2: hours of that tweet going live, with just seventeen deposits, they made over ten thousand dollars. Oh my goodness!
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's good money if you can get it, right? <laughs> <laughs> and Twitter doesn't get to see a penny. Uh, uh, well, it.
0: so but but the ad was promoted, so someone paid Twitter maybe with a oh, stolen yes, right. credit card or something. But it wouldn't have, they wouldn't have spent anything like that. Kind no, of money maybe to get
2: maybe that. fifty bucks at most, maybe a hundred. It doesn't cost yeah. very much. I've done these before. It it really costs very little money.
0: You've uh, done these scams before. I've have
2: done you? these scams before. Right. Yes. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Just to be clear, I have not done these scams before. <laughs> When I've promoted tweets, it's it, you pay per impression. So you know you're right. paying cents on the dollar. It's super cheap. So they made in twelve hours ten thousand dollars or
1: more, less fifty dollars, which is great money if you can, can I just get say, it. That's that's a lot more money than
0: I make. <laughs> Oh, is I it really grumpy? Think- oh, oh, I'm <laughs> yeah. so unfortunate.
2: We need to rethink <laughs> our careers is basically <laughs> all I'm saying. And uh, I noticed as of Monday morning, who, uh, whoever has access to this Bitcoin address already started making withdrawals, like in
0: large chunks.
2: So I've, really? I figure they're going to start celebrating. Hand over fist. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not
0: even a sophisticated scam, is it? It's no. simply saying, fill up our Bitcoin wallet and we'll give you more Bitcoins back. And there are <laughs> dumb people out there who...
1: Who fell for it. Yeah. Guys, don't call them dumb. Why would you do that?
0: Gullible? Just (laughs) because
1: they're (laughs) giving lots of money away to something they don't really understand. There's
0: altruistic people out there and kind, generous people who are donating their Bitcoins and they're never going to see them again. I mean, may- yeah, but the tweet, yeah, the tweet wasn't all emotional, was it? It wasn't. No, I, like, I,
2: it was. Yeah. I read it to you at the beginning. It's very, yeah. Just give us bitcoins, and yeah, maybe exactly. we'll give you some back. And maybe they forgot that bitcoins have some sort of monetary value. They're going, oh, half a bitcoin. What's that? A third of a bitcoin. It's nothing.
1: So they're basically being fooled by the Elon Musk, the verified tweet, the promotion of it, all those cues. Yeah, those cues that usually and indicate
2: aid on Twitter that something's generally so trustworthy.
0: It wasn't. Promoted by the real Elon Musk, I'm going to guess. It was someone else who has that screen name at the very least. Mm -hmm. Um, and the promoted byline doesn't tell you whether that account owner is verified or not. So that's that's suddenly one way maybe of of tricking this system. The other thing is though, did you see Elon Musk? What happened to him this week is he had his real Twitter account closed for a while because (laughs) Twitter Yes I did not know this. Because Twitter Identified that his account was acting strangely. His Twitter account, his Twitter account, had posted, "I love anime," and posted an image with the text, "Wanna buy some Bitcoin?" And he said uh, something about he's got a Wolverine named Chibi or something. So really bizarre <laughs> tweets. And, Interesting. And then Elon Musk said, "Oh no, that that really is me. I'm just," he's clearly. A bit crazy. He, he's moment. speaking the language of my people, but uh, right. yeah.
2: <laughs> I'm amazed I didn't hear about this. That's
0: right. Incredible. <laughs> but it's a weird world where the fake Elon Musks on Twitter are more plausible <laughs> than the real Elon Musk oh on Twitter.
2: Oh, my God. Well, I mean, when I, when I was looking at the, the account that got taken over, it was a, it's a Swiss life insurance brokerage app. Right. <laughs> what? And so they'd been tweeting... On and off for f- a few years about uh, life insurance, sometimes in German, sometimes in English, but really, right. really dry stuff. And then they go silent for a few months. Perhaps their account had been taken over and they couldn't regain control. Or perhaps they just abandoned their account. Who knows? And suddenly it's they're retweeting Elon Musk tweets about Bitcoins. And then suddenly they're tweeting about Bitcoin. And I'm just wondering why Twitter doesn't have anything in place to go. You know, that's really unusual to go quiet for that long and then start talking about something you haven't talked about before, especially from a verified account. You'd think they'd have stronger
1: I don't know filters or something. Is there any reason why Twitter wouldn't jump down this throat and try and take it offline really quickly? Is there any? It don't make. <laughs> no, any.
0: I, I think the reason why this is happening is they are simply flooded with so much of this. Yeah, yeah. I think there's so much of this going on that they cannot cope with it.
1: But can't they just go, oh, that's a brand new account. Maybe we'll hold off for a bit. Or maybe we don't allow tweets right away if someone changes a password.
0: Well, they they they, they probably could do something, yes, or put people in limbo or, you know.
2: Yeah, previous accounts, what they would try doing scams like this. They would actually rename the handle. Mm. Uh, and then that was a red flag. So I think Twitter has, has stopped allowing people yes. to do... Uh, I think the verification goes away if you rename your handle. That's right. But in this case, right. they actually just changed the display name. So the, the handle was the same, but the display name said Elon Musk. And that doesn't set off any red flags, apparently.
0: So do you have any tips for people as to how to better protect their accounts?
2: Yes. So... Don't use your same password that you use on Twitter anywhere else keep a unique password on Twitter and turn on 2FA. Between those Mm. two things, you're going to be much better off than a lot of folks. Uh, And selfishly, if you run a social media account for a company, make sure you don't abandon your Twitter account and just leave it. Sitting uh, rotting in a corner, somebody should always have access to that account. Because uh, if, if some stuff like this can happen, and you want to be able to regain control quickly before your company has egg on its face. I, I mean, I don't think Twitter's making that much money from these scams, either. I don't think it's a selfish thing of, oh, we're making money. So we want to let the scammers do their thing. If anything, mm-hmm. this is probably hurting uh, credibility of the platform, which, you know,
1: such as it is, <laughs> and Elon Musk's stellar reputation oh, yes. for for PR hey, and hey, handling, hey. handling situations. One must very well. consider such things. Stop, yes. <laughs>
2: stop picking on
0: Elon Musk. He's not the only famous person on Twitter who's posted the occasional bizarre message, is he? Kovifi, <laughs> right? <It's>,
2: uh, <laughs> I was thinking more uh, Kanye. I was thinking more McAfee, not Kovifi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where does it end?
0: <laughs> Wait. I'm oh. Fantastic. Well, Carol, take us from the craziness of Elon Musk and Bitcoin scams to whatever you've discovered this week.
1: Thanks to things like disinformation or fake news, data breaches, ransomware, Russian hackers, a lot of us are getting uneasy around technology. You know, you keep hearing of people abandoning Facebook and such things one way to handle or tackle this problem is to stick to sites that you've liked and used for a long time so if for example you like getting your news from the bbc and you've been doing that for years and you trust what they say and you like how they operate you're going to continue doing so right Mm -hmm. now bbc is a big site and it has a big robust tech team providing and protecting services that it offers course there's a zillion legacy websites that are much smaller operations than BBC Mm -hmm. and some of these smaller legacy sites may not have updated their services and not be au courant with security infrastructure of today.
0: Oh that was French was it? (laughs) Au courant. (laughs) For a moment I thought you said oh the Quran. I thought this that's going to cause some trouble. Okay carry on Carol.
1: So So sites that have created themselves maybe a decade ago that have just been ticking over nicely may Mm -hmm. not have invested in security infrastructure or additional layers to improve their services, et cetera, et cetera.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Come, 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 come. Nonsense. There may be sites like this where you've shared some sensitive information. You may have put on your contact details or you're giving them passwords or payment information or personal messages. But as you haven't had any trouble yet, you haven't really given a moment's thought. Well, yeah. this is your ding, 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 ding. <laughs> the wake-up call is effects? here. Yeah, I'm doing sound effects. Nice. You're welcome. And I'm hoping this this example, this recent data breach, will drive the point home.
2: <laughs> For the next 100 episodes, every episode has some sound effects. I think they're establishing that with 101. <laughs> Uh, no stories if you can't do a sound effect. <laughs> okay, Graham, if
1: you would take yes, over sound yes. effects from now on for me. Okay, because <laughs> because my try. topic my topic might need some more okay, advanced right. skills okay, that I have. Okay, that's right. Okay, I'll try. I'll okay try. So, so this week Ars Technica reported on how eight adult websites were hacked. <laughs> oh!
2: I'm not, you're gonna de- I'm,
0: not doing, I'm not doing a sound effect for Ars Technica.
2: <laughs> what about adult websites?
0: <laughs>
2: not yeah, There you are. Oh, wow. Wow. Might, wow. might, need, some,
0: might need some oil in.
2: Right. Was that the zipper coming on top? What was that? <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> Get some WD <WD-40>. 40. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Good luck, right, girl. Okay. Good luck. <laughs> okay. Now. Where was I? So Ars Technica reported on how eight adult websites were hacked, and the personal data of its users was slapped online. The attackers exploited a script that was used on all these eight sites, including Indian, sex4u.com, nudeafrica.com, nudelatins.com. Do you see a trend here? (laughs) Nudemen.com, and wifeposter.com, oddly. Here's a sound effect.
0: Wife, uh, wife, wife poster? Yes. So, Posters a, of your wife. It's a site where you can order a poster of your wife <laughs> rather no. than one of Bon Jovi or whoever it is you have on your wall. It's
1: unclear. This is pictures of users' spouses. Yes. It's unclear whether the affected spouses have actually given consent to their images being made available online. Ooh. Ooh.
0: Would I be correct in assuming that these pictures of women are of them scantily clad or in compromising positions rather than down the supermarket? (laughs) (laughs) I think you could probably answer that for yourself, Greg. I think I have. Mm -hmm. Okay, carry on.
1: In the exposed data, there was IP addresses connected with the sites. There were user passwords that were hashed using a four-decade-old crypto called Descript. Uh Uh-oh. 1.2 million Unique email addresses were also picked up and displayed and exposed, although the owner says that only 10% of those people are actual users of the site. In any case, this is kind of dwarfed by the Ashley Madison 2015 hack, where I think 35, 36 million users had their information stolen. Um, and payment details were stored separately. So according to a statement from the owner and of the Sfixit sites, uh, they have not been compromised.
0: But still bad, because this data might identify you as obviously a user of these rather dodgy websites, right? Well,
1: Mm -hmm. exactly. So when I heard about the fact that one of these sites was about posting (coughs) images of your spouse, you're Hmm. thinking, okay, well, maybe the pics of the spouse aren't identified. And maybe the user who posted this picture used a unique username that was tied to a secondary unused email account. And p- kind of protects his or her identity. Mm. Right? So that I'm kind of thinking maybe the reputations of the spouse uh, <laughs> of the users, yeah, could maybe not be associated yeah. in real life.
0: Yeah. So rather than my real name, it they might I might have chosen a username, something Yeah, kind like of hot dog me.
1: or something, right? Graham. Graham Cracker. Graham, Graham, Graham Cracker. <laughs> Graham Cracker. <laughs> <laughs> However, turns out that on this site, customers were allowed to have two email addresses, one for public facing interactions, and a private one to manage their account, you know, pay money, whatever. And the bad news is, is the private one got nabbed and publicly ousted as well. Now, Dad Gooden from Ars Technica wrote that a simple web search of these private email addresses quickly returned accounts on Instagram, Amazon, and other big sites that give the users first and last names, or geographic location, or information about hobbies, family members, and other personal details. So seriously, not good.
0: No, not good. Mm.
1: Yeah. Now, it took the owner of these uh, websites, a guy named Robert Angelini. So it took him three days to verify and confirm the breach. And uh, he took down the site. Actually, the uh, he was contacted by friend of the show, Troy
0: Hunt, who actually uh-huh. was contacted. Yeah. So he's the one who got in touch with them, saying, uh, I think you've got a problem. So it's just one guy running all these different websites. And all of them are basically insecure and, and, and not safe.
1: Yeah. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> And the thing is, is he, the, this guy doesn't seem to be making a ton of money. He claims last year in, one, on, you know, in, the, in his article that he only made 22,000 uh, USD from the site. So this is one of the problems, right? He's basically saying, I'm taking the site down. It's now offline. And you know what? It isn't going back up unless I get this whole problem fixed.
0: He should promote the sites on Twitter with a promoted ad from <laughs> Elon Musk to help.
1: Yeah, it could help them out. But there's yeah. a serious problem, right? Small companies like this that just shut down and throw away the key because it's not that profitable and they don't care. That doesn't help the victims, right? The customers that have been paying the money, the customers whose basically lives have now been totally exposed, they're the mm-hmm. ones who are up shit creek with identifiable personal escapades on show for the world to see. The other problem, these sites have been, he claims he's been running them for 21 years, and mm-hmm. he sees them more of a, as a hobby. And the piss-poor security <laughs> kind of backs that up, doesn't it? I'm
2: just imagining a, at an icebreaker at a party. Like, what are your
1: hobbies? <laughs> like, I, I run adult websites. I run eight if, adult websites. One if, called, yeah, let if me show you, If he's only making
0: $20,000 a year from all of these sites, might he not be better off trying to sell the domain names? Like, nude, Latins, nude, men. What was it? Indian what you? You're, you're looking to you. buy, a Clue? No, I'm not. But there presumably <laughs> are porn, proper porn companies who would be interested in... Nude Latin, so that'd be like Julius Caesar, maybe. With that his toga on, I wonder. But it's, I, hey, there's a niche for everything, right?
2: Oh, it exists, yes. Rule 34.
0: I don't know what that means. But you don't right.
2: know what Rule 34 Oh no, I have to be the one to tell you? On air. Should I Google it? Oh yes. I'm Googling.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh no. Okay, I'm going to find out live on air. Right, okay, let's see what this means. Rules of the internet. Okay, here we are. What does this mean? Okay, hang on a minute, let's just see. It's loading. It's It's like like when somebody has never
2: heard of Goat before and you're like, well. um...
0: I've, I've, I've been told not to look at that
2: oh uh, you can google that too if you like <laughs> i've
0: come to know rule thirty. okay i'm scrolling down i don't understand there is oh i see there's <laughs> so it's it's there's porn for everything yes basically yes
2: it, basically somebody <laughs> names two things that are just bizarre and you go oh that's gross and you just say rule 34 there's porn <laughs> for it and they're usually i i've yet to be proven wrong <laughs> is this
1: a pastime maria
2: Yes, this is my hobby. I when I go to icebreakers, this
1: is what I tell people. I ruin their lives. So I'm
0: looking at a mouse mat right now. There's going to be mouse mat porn. If I Google for mouse mat porn, I'm going to look at this right. Is now.
1: safe computing on? You do have a child in the house. I I don't know what
2: mouse whatever is, but okay. okay.
0: That's, uh, I'm sure there is ooh, porn for it. I've I've been taken to a Pinterest page. Not sure. <laughs> Turn not around sure. now. Back out. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> back away. Backing. I'm backing off. I'm backing off. Let's let's go back to the podcast. <laughs>
2: No, I've had to be the one to tell you about Rule
1: 34. All right. That's <laughs> it's like a virginity being broken. <laughs> I was like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit gross. Okay, now look, I, so this site, this adult sites have been around for yes. 21 years. Just take a look. I put a link in for you guys. Just take a look at um, how the site looked um, just a few days ago.
0: Okay, all right. So right? To- so you can
1: see how modern it is. What I'm saying is this does reek of
0: a site that's 20 years old, does not it? Oh, yeah, it looks like a sort of... <laughs> I'm cl-
1: it's still loading. It looks like Yahoo.com circa 1998.
0: Yeah, or like GeoCities or something like yeah. that. It does look... F- he probably creates this website in Edlin or some sort of text editor, doesn't he? I mean, it's... Yeah.
1: And okay. I hate to judge a book by its cover, but a site that looks like this would make me consider that perhaps their security is not the latest and greatest. Is that fair? online since 1997 i'm amazed <laughs> boom, that's not boom. blinking
0: <laughs> yeah yeah foot, blink, foot blink. lovers i'm saying monitor pics is yeah. that related to mouse the link is or? in
1: the show notes for what? those okay. that uh, <laughs> like to see it because it's now offline right now if you go to the site for example if you go to dot com, you will see their statement which right. is basically saying we're not here um mm. Now, problem number two, then, is that sites that have been around a long time that have built trust because they've been there for you day in, day out, may be hiding Mm -hmm. some nasty vulnerabilities because they're not being regularly patched, right? Even if it was state-of-the-art security at the very beginning of the get-go, if it isn't properly managed, it goes out of date pretty quick.
2: Yeah, this has probably run out of some server in his basement.
1: I mean, that's... (laughs) So the icing on the cake here is that Robert Angelini yes. is yes. has publicly speculated about the identity of the hacker that exposed all the data. Oh, what he's pointed the finger
2: at a family member. So he's he's <laughs> actually attempting attribution. That's that's uh, ballsy. He's okay, saying
1: he's been fighting with a family member for two years, and he's pretty convinced they know their way around the computer. I think they might have something into with it. So the upshot here is. Delete accounts on sites that are not um, up to date. I think that's a fair statement. Like check those. If you've got old Friends Reunited accounts out there, is it Friends Reunited still
0: even going? Uh, I I don't think I don't know if it is actually it got acquired. By Google someone. it, Graham. It You're very have, good on the Google tired. today. In America, they have is it Classmates, which is like Friends Reunited, isn't it? I think Friends Reunited was a, a British thing.
2: Yeah, I, it doesn't. Oh, none right, of sounds
1: familiar. Um, yeah. But basically, so there's this, a lot of old sites you might have been on 10 years ago that you've completely forgotten about, but those sites might sir. still be going, yeah. Myspace. <laughs> and how do you even get off them if you don't even manage that email account anymore? I don't know.
0: Friends Reunited Crow is dead. It was ultimately owned by DC Thompson, who, of course, are the publishers of the Beano comic for kids. Oh, there you are. There you go. But it is now dead. Fascinating fact. Those are all words. I, I don't know what any of that means. To, to be honest, I, I didn't hear most of today's podcast. Rule 34 <laughs> has sort of blanked out everything else.
2: Uh. <laughs> you should now Google Goatsy. You should just, no, just break no, no, the seal no, no, and do no, it. No,
1: no, 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 <laughs> no.
0: Many of us have worked in big companies, right? And we know that it only takes one person to make a boo-boo to allow the hackers in. Imagine running a company, hiring new stuff, and worrying that one of them might bring their bad password habits into the office. Horrendous nightmare. That's one of the reasons why businesses, small and large, need a password management solution like LastPass Enterprise. LastPass brings a vast array of features for enterprise users, including company-wide policies, reporting, user groups and roles, and new suppliers. Support for Microsoft Active Directory. As an administrator, you can create highly secure passwords for your new starters right from the onset. It means no snafus. Listeners can check it out for themselves by visiting lastpass.com slash smashing. No more password snafus. No more boo-boos. Just LastPass. Hey, Clue. Hey, Crow.
1: Did you listen to my uh, little bit about Meta Compliance and their e learning?
0: Oh, yeah, I heard that earlier in the show. Yeah, nice. Did one. you? Yeah. Okay.
1: Well, have you signed up yet?
0: Well, no, I've been doing the podcast crawl. I haven't had time to sign up for it, have I?
1: Well, women know how to multitask. Surely you can get a move on and sign up. We get 10% off. Just go to smashingsecurity.com. You should know that website, slash Meta Compliance, and enter the code SMAShing with a G.
0: Smashingsecurity.com slash Meta Enter the code SMAShing. Terrific. With a G. Cool. And welcome back. And you join us at our favourite time of the show. It's the part of the show that we like to call Pick of the Week. Pick of the Week. (laughs) (laughs) The sound effect special episode. Pick of the Week is the part of the show where everyone chooses something they like. It could be a funny story, a book that they've read, a TV show, a movie, a record, a podcast, a website, or an app. Whatever they like. Not security-related necessarily.
1: It should definitely not be. We've done a hundred of these. We know the rules
0: now. My pick of the week this week is a video which was put together by Wired magazine. It's rather fun. It is an interview with the former, a former CIA chief, specifically a chief of disguises. Ooh, huh. Jonah Mendez. She Do you mean like disguises
1: like what like I'm now dressed as a hairdresser or I'm dressed as a engineer yes, or
0: a pirate or something okay, like that okay. if you needed to disguise yourself Is
1: this this is just in time for Halloween the CIA has Excellent. pirates, yes <laughs> just in time for Halloween this is going to make my outfit <laughs>
0: unguessable Well Ms. Mendez will explain in this video how disguises are used by the CIA and what aspects to the deception make for an effective disguise. And so it's a cute little video, very interesting, I thought. And um, one give, us of the,
1: few, uh, give us a few tidbits. Give us
0: a few. Well, she has a number of insights. First of all, she discusses how European and American people stand differently. Mm. So, if you don't want to. What, Americans are on one leg? Like, like flamingos? Yes, flamingos. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, not like flamingos, but almost. <laughs> Americans apparently shift their cargo over to one side and yep. tend to lean a bit like Beyonce on one hip. Whereas. Contra- Contraposto, Europeans... actually. It's the word. Thank you. The word. Sorry. I what? didn't know what? that word either. <laughs> Contraposto.
2: <laughs> it's, oh. it's an art word. Oh. <laughs> oh Dumb. I'm Hello. just. <laughs> I'm being
0: defensive and
2: American right now.
0: Okay. <laughs> uh, whereas Europeans apparently sort of balance between both legs. They're just better. Use both of them. Mm. <laughs> apparently, and I'm not so sure about this one. In the video, she claims that Americans hold a cigarette between uh, their, like, two fingers on one hand. Okay. And she says that, rather like Bond villains, Europeans hold a cigarette between their thumb and finger. The pincer hold.
1: What? Mm. Maybe, maybe this for
2: mobsters
1: or something
0: <laughs> oh I'll give you another one apparently we use knives and forks differently so if you don't want to appear American <laughs>
1: Americans don't use them
0: at all yes exactly
1: <laughs> just yes, I'm we just do. kidding <laughs> no this is
2: true we only use guns with our food we shoot our food <laughs> we don't We don't even bother with knives anymore
1: <laughs> do you know what in England people regularly use knives and forks to eat a burger of course regularly of course. right, Blasphemy. right? Blasphemy. in America mm. you guys love eating with your hands Sandwiches, pizza. I
2: I personally don't, but yes, I I know. But
0: it is true that Americans use a fork in the wrong hand, don't they? What? They do. Americans will put a fork in their right hand and then just shovel it in, shovel in the pasta or whatever. I've seen Americans do that. I've seen you do that. Well, yes, because I'm trying to make my North American friends feel more comfortable. I certainly was never taught to do that, and I would have been whacked for doing Whacked. so. Anyway, Whacked. Whacked. Really? Rule 34 again.
1: The thing is,
0: so a lot of this video appears to be about how to present yourself as not being American, which mm. well, seems a little bit absurd to me. But
2: You put a Canadian flag patch on your backpack. Everybody
0: knows.
1: <laughs> Was there any information on how to be skinnier? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that's the thing. That's the thing, Carol, because she does say it's easier to make people fatter, older and taller, but not the other way around. Yep. Yep. Oh, OK. Right? So there's, well, no, there's
1: no cool tricks about wrapping yourself in cling film or something. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I've been disguised for a few years now. Uh, one those. <laughs> but um video's a little bit crazy because I, I do think, you know, if you're an American tourist in Europe, are you really going to go to all of these lengths? Anyway, the most amazing thing of this whole video, and you should watch the video. Is that she once wore a full face mask, uh, Mission Impossible style, as she briefed George H.W. Bush. And then she kind of ripped it off (laughs) and went, ha ha, it's me. And apparently he was fooled by this.
2: Did he choke on his pretzel (laughs) when this happened?
0: (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, check it out. Interesting video. And if you ever do need to disguise yourself or do the quick change, which is the other thing, if you can quickly dramatically change your appearance within like twenty or thirty seconds, what would you do, Graham? That can be a useful thing if you're being tail. pants. <laughs> well,
1: <laughs> jo- He's suddenly in speedos, <laughs>
2: <laughs> Shh,
0: covered covered in covered in uh, covered
2: in sun cream. Everybody needs
0: breakaway pants. <laughs> that is my pick of the week.
2: <laughs> Maria, what is your pick of the week? My my pick of the week is uh, The Good Place, which is a TV show in the States that you may have heard of, you may not have, I don't know. Controversial. I, okay, keep going, mm, keep going.
1: D- really? Why is that controversial? Let's talk about it first, then I'll tell you.
2: Uh well it's it's a show that um I I can't give too much away about plot wise because the, I don't want to ruin it for people who haven't seen it but uh, I don't generally watch network TV on this in the states it's just not, not none of it really appeals to me that much and this is my exception
0: I don't watch I I don't watch network television. I don't <laughs>
1: Oh, you must be what me. what oh. just happened?
0: <laughs> I think he's having a heart attack.
2: Yeah, are you okay?
0: <laughs> so i I've seen the trailer, and that does give away a fair bit of the plot. Uh, I
2: think you could yeah. probably
0: explain the premise of the show.
2: Yeah, I, it's a it's a show about heaven and hell, and about what it means to be a good person, which sounds really really dull. But it generally um, it's a, a comedy, isn't it? It is I a, think a comedy. It is, it is, comedy. is really yes. really it is really quite funny. It's like funny in a cutesy way, I guess um and they they the the writers of the show dive deep into a lot of like philosophy stuff (laughs) like college level philosophy i suppose uh and they had a they had an episode that won a hugo in season two about the trolley problem the ethics the ethical trolley problem it was was a
0: fantastic episode so the Um, trolley problem
2: yeah so you're uh you're 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 the conductor on a train
0: Really? Oh, I, th- I was thinking of shopping trolleys. Oh, no, okay. no, you, no. You mean the thing where you can redirect the train down to yes, the and kill? Yes, yes. Okay, one person
2: sorry. or three people die. Which one do you
0: choose, right? When you say trolley problem, I'm imagining a shopping trolley with a wonky wheel.
2: That is a trolley problem. Right. Yeah, that, that is quite a trolley problem. But people don't normally die.
0: Now, this, this show <laughs> this show stars um, the guy from Cheers and Three Men and a Baby, doesn't it? Yeah, Ted Danson. Ted Danson, does. and yeah, and, yep. and
2: But the other, the other folks on the show are all really great. Th- so right. it's the only show that I tune into every week. That, you know. See, I'm so, fascinated. Yeah.
1: So I'm like meh on it. How much have you seen? I've tried it. I think I watched most of the first season. I tried yeah, you didn't finish
2: the first season. You didn't. F- you, you need to finish the first season. That's the thing. I, you, everybody. I says do know the here. end.
1: I do though okay. I do know the the twist. I just. No, yeah. I don't know. I just. I. I did. It's, it's, yeah. I just found it a bit too. It's a bit too candy flossy. A little bit. Like I know it's. It's part of its shtick. But that is I part of the found shtick. It irritating it, for me. It
2: does change. It does change a little bit in season two once the twist is revealed, mm-hmm. and I feel like I just ruined the show. But um,
1: it, it, it that is a bit part of the
2: shtick. Uh, I, I think part of the appeal, especially for for those of us in the states, is it is completely apolitical. So it's kind of a nice departure oh. from the normal drumbeat of dread that surrounds a
1: lot of yes. us.
2: That I can appreciate, yeah, yeah. You so it, it is,
0: <laughs> it is, it is. Does uh, Rule Thirty Four apply to the Good Place at all? It is that absolutely the twist? does.
2: That is that yeah, is okay. the twist. You, right. Of course it does. I'm I'm a hundred percent sure that the porn has been written. Not only well, in the last episode, one of the sh- the stars of the show, he took his shirt off, and and the oh Twitter goodness. went alight about how ripped he was. So are people uh, shipping Ted Danson? I'm sure they are.
1: I don't look this up. I'm just sure they are. You guys live in a different world. I'm just going, la, 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 la. That doesn't happen in my world. La, la, la. <laughs> well, if you live on the
0: internet, as I do, <laughs> I just don't go lur- looking around in the deep, dark recesses. Oh, okay. It, so, it cr- finds you, cr- sometimes. you don't rate it great, but Maria says it's fab. I
1: didn't hate it. I'm not, I'd maybe give it like a five right. out of 10, six out of 10 for me. For me. Uh, okay, a okay. Fair, fair enough. Right. This is probably the most mainstreamy one I've ever recommended.
0: Says, says the woman who recommended the Star Trek Enterprise laptop. <laughs> Crow, what's your pick of the week? Okay, so do you ever get irritated by like all
1: the screens that are around? Like you're on an airplane, I hate it. There are <laughs> screens, right? There are screens in waiting rooms, yeah. televisions in sports bars, hotel lobbies, everywhere, and yes. it gets annoying. So this guy's got around it by creating this thing called IRL glasses or in real life glasses. Effectively sunglasses that block the light emitted from screens. A polarizing lens. That that's literally what it is. Yeah. <laughs> okay, don't be all snooty, guys. So I'm I'm sh- I'm shitting Jeez. on
2: this because this has been known technology for a while. So there.
1: Okay, I don't want. So Can I start again and everyone just cheer the f*** up? <laughs> I don't like where this is going. You guys are just fucking crazy. What is going on today?
2: <laughs> I have not had enough coffee, is the problem.
1: <laughs> okay, I'm starting again. Oh, shut up. Both of mm. you. Be nice. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Look, you put him on glasses. Cool idea, right? It's a cool idea. <laughs> you guys are fucking making me laugh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Uh-ohm. clears throat> okay, Crow, you do it.
1: You no, I don't want to do it now. What? <laughs> I don't want to. So, this dude pastes two polarized lenses
2: to his eyes and he sells them for an obscene amount of money. <laughs> That's a great pick of the week.
1: But I'm just thinking this could be a really good Christmas gift for my mom, right? So my dad loves watching action films really late at night, really gritty detective stuff, that sort of stuff. Mom has trained him, right, to use headphones so the noise doesn't bug her while she's doing her reading. But still, she hates sitting in the same room because all the whiz-bang stuff. Mm. But then, of course, she has to read with sunglasses, which poses a whole new... Yes, are
2: polarizing lens—they're very, yes. very dark. I mean, anyone who's used a camera with a lens on it, like proper old school style, like they're—they're they're quite dark. They make the sky look nice and blue. It's a nice, beautiful. Side right, mm. but if you didn't, if you had and limited
1: lighting in a room, it wouldn't work.
2: Yeah, it wouldn't Darn work. Burn it. And you'll still see the reflected light on your pages from the TV. So if it's lots of whiz bang stuff, as you say, <laughs> you're gonna have like explosions <laughs> on your pages. Oh, okay, oh. back to the drawing board. Yeah, yeah. I just wish people would just turn the damn things off. I don't know. Oh, I like, agree. That's an I agree,
1: but they don't, right? I imagine many first dates are just destroyed by someone just looking at the TV and the other person looking at the person going, seriously?
0: <laughs> no, many first dates are ruined by the fact that you're there delivering pizza and it turns out he's trying to rob you instead of having a date. That's what goes wrong, Carol, these days. And
2: we've come through a circle.
0: <laughs> you See, that's how you wrap up a show.
1: That was so bad
0: and uh, on that incredibly smooth transition I Wow, do you really want me to include that so, so um Maria, Maria, if people want to follow you online, what's the best way to do that?
2: Follow me on Twitter, even though my story was about how bad Twitter is. Follow me on Twitter anyway. Uh, M-V-A-R-M-A-Z-I-S is my handle. M M-V-A-R-M-A-Z-I-S, you can find And me there.
0: you can also follow us on Twitter as well, at Smash Insecurity. Oh. No G, Twitter will not allow us to have a G. And you can check out our online store where we've got some T-shirts, stickers, and a range of mugs <laughs> as well. At oh smashinsecurity.com slash store. Uh, thank you for tuning in. If you like the show, rate us on Apple Podcasts. Tell your friends and subscribe. It really helps, guys. Um, Please do. It, it really does. So uh, until next time, cheerio. Bye bye. 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 Holy
2: mother God. I'm so. Myself at a point, where you're like, yeah, I can't stop laughing. Oh.